welcome back to another episode of Over the Glass. I am your host, Jay. I am co-host Nessa. Thanks for joining us again. Before we start, can I show off how cool my, my mic is right now? I got a protection cover for it. Wow, so fancy. So the sharks are terrible. <laughs> I I don't recall a whole lot from the last couple of games. I think we're like we're on another streak, right? We're on another losing streak. Probably. Which is what we want. Who did we play? Oh, we played against the Oilers. They they almost shut us out. And when even came through though. And even when we managed to spoil their shutout. There wasn't really too much to be excited about. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I see. Okay. In the last five games, we have lost to the Ducks. We have lost to the Bruins. We managed to win against the Coyotes. We lost to the Kings. And we lost to the Oilers. And tomorrow we'll lose to the Devils. Um, we'll probably lose against them. The stars will probably kick our butts, and with the exception of maybe the Blue Jackets, the rest of the matches are not looking... Ooh. Oh, yeah, we're on a long road trip all the <laughs> way through mid-February, and it's a gauntlet. Perfect. So... I need to gonna... win, like, 10 games straight. It's going to be a rough road for us, but... um. Let's let's talk about LeBanc though. He was he was benched during the what was it the Ducks game? I don't remember what happened like on the blue line, but he let whoever the heck like Walk just comes yeah come streaking in and score, and then he got benched for what like the whole second period or something like that, like half of it or something. Yeah, yeah and then he ended up, I think he ended up back on the first line, but. In the last couple of games, I noticed that now he's on a line with... The third line. Yeah, with Sturm and... It escapes me. Who's the other guy? Um, what's his bucket? The new dude was Ace, on... Asimont? Asimont? Yeah. I think he got a chance to play on the first line. I think he did okay for coming in as the new dude... And I remember there were a number of moments where he made attempts to to get towards the net and, you know, really, really putting himself out there to um, make an impact. Uh, surrounded with everyone else who's not doing terribly much these days, it's, it's difficult to do that. But um, I see that he, he's, he's still on the first line during um, practice lines today. And... I think Gregor and LeBanc are getting swapped in and out on the third line. Interesting. Which eh, it doesn't surprise me, but it's interesting. Um, the the game he got benched, I believe he scored and had an assist in the first period. Right, he scored the first goal and then he got an assist on the final goal, I think. And did we win that game? It's so hard to tell these days. I don't know. They all blur together. They all look the same to me now. I remember Shane tweeting about it, and he goes, "What do you call, what do you call that type of hat trick?" Because you know how there's the Gordy Howe, mm -hmm. the assist, the goal, and the fight. What do you call 
an assist a goal in avenging in one game. A LeBanc. The, the LeBanc. It's it's on a LeBanc, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This guy... Like, I, I don't know what to do with him anymore. And, I mean, he was looking good for a little bit. All things considered, he was on the first line. So how much can we really take from that? But now he's he's kind of, I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with him. I mean, I don't know what's up with this entire team. But in particular, LeBanc, because he just has been up and down ever since, you know, we got him. I don't know if you saw that uh, Shane interviewed Greer recently. Like, he put out an article about that interview. He was asking him about trade rumors, of course. The Carlson rumor about the mm-hmm. three tactics. Anything on Meyer. And then he mentioned other names like Sturm and Nieto. But what I found interesting was that he ne- he never asked about LeBanc. <laughs> no one's asking about him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we can talk about Eric Carlson because everybody is talking about him. There was a tweet that came out, and I don't know how legitimate this account is. And I think Greer was asked about it, and he, for the most part, kind of denied that any of that is true. Um, This tweet came from Beer League hero with an e at the end saying that according to bob staffer i think that's how you say the last name the san jose sharks want three first round picks for eric carlson and they're willing to retain up to 18 percent of his contract (laughs) greer said that's not exactly accurate so i'm wondering like what bits of it are (laughs) Like I'd imagine, there's there's some hope to get um, a high draft pick from from a possible Carlson trade. Is it gonna happen? Is a trade gonna happen at at this point in time with that many years left on his contract? With with how expensive it is, probably not. But it's really kind of amusing to see folks that are just every interview with him. They are trying to get him to yeah. To say something, to run with it, to, yeah. He doesn't give him anything. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, he he knows how to conduct these interviews, and it's just, from from a fan perspective on this team, it's starting to get a little exhausting, and like I've mentioned offline, if if he doesn't get traded this year, and the Sharks continue to be terrible... It's just going to be year after year they're going to, you know, especially if he continues producing the way that he does, we're just going to have to constantly hear about it. Yeah. Well, so in that interview with Shang, he did say that he is in a hurry to get rid of Carlson because of the way he's producing and, like, what he can do for the team in the future. And, like, obviously his hope is to get to the playoffs next year if they can, but... um. I don't really see him actually trading him. If anything, I'm more concerned about Meyer because he's a uh, his RFA contract is up or something. I don't I don't know how this works. He has a contract thing coming up this off season. 
he's a great player. He produces really well. He's a big, like, big dude, great skater, whatever, whatever. He should probably be an all-star this year, too. Let's vote him in. <laughs> um, but, like, what can a player like Timo bring to the team? Like, a first and a second, maybe a prospect? Like, what do you... Sounds good. Get that Get that trade done. <laughs> But but again, like we we touched on this last time when we were talking about trades, is that I don't want to get rid of him because Timo, like since I've been following the Sharks, he seems to be the most consistent goal scorer on the on the team since I've been following, which is now coming up on what seven years now. <laughs> So I don't want to see them give that up because imagine when they finally do bring up an Eklund or a Bordolo, like imagine how great that team would be because Eklund has made some insane passes in the AHL for either either for other teammates to score or they don't score. But like I've seen some clips here and there and just like he's a mini George Thornton. <laughs> Um, the little bit that I saw before um, this season when he was down in the Swedish league, he, he does kind of play that role, like a Joe Thornton role, especially um, on the power play with the team that he was on. He was down uh, like a, like near the goal line, and he was just kind of like the theater for the, you know, the quarterback, so to speak. So I guess for me, like – you know, in the beginning of the season, I was more or less preparing for yeah, let's 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 see Timo off. Kind of like when Hurdle's contract was was up. Uh, that whole season, I was preparing for him to leave, and actually, I was kind of shocked when he didn't. <laughs> Just uh actually, wait, I take that back. His personality—he's very loyal. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that respect, yeah, I can understand that. Um, I think he truly loves being here. He loves the guys, and he wants to bring the cup here. Do we know when his babies do? So he can no. get those powers. Maybe yeah. too late <laughs> when the season's over. I have no idea. Um, but with Timo, I guess... Right now, I don't see this team getting back into the playoffs next season. I, I mean, a whole lot can happen between now with the upcoming trade deadline and then in the off season, what moves we make. Um, it concerns me to add another however long contract they, they would consider giving to him just because we have so many of those other guys that are on long-term contracts there's i really don't think vasic is gonna get bought out at all um if it if it ends up happening i'll be really interested in seeing how we kind of work all that out especially because we have what jones is on our books for several more years and we <laughs> bought out oh balsers <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, but his contract yeah. wasn't big. Yeah, so his is going to be up next year. But we still have Jones on the books until 26-27. And 
the next year is going to be our the the biggest hit of that buyout so i don't really know as far as like how all that works with salaries and and all that stuff and and how that plays into i'm sure there's other teams that have a number of people on buyout that look much worse than what we do um but yeah i guess all with all of that i don't see any of those bigger contracts being moved so i guess i'm a little uncertain what we do about timo do we know how long the bank is still on the, the he is here until next season so what if they buy him out <laughs> no i don't think that would happen i think you would want to try and and deal him yeah probably and uh, and buy it, and he doesn't have that long of a contract that I don't think it makes sense to consider buying someone out. Like I don't know how much more money we would save doing that. Um, but that brings up an interesting point that like Timo would need a contract this year, and then maybe you try and trade LeBanc next season, so that frees up about four ish mil. If um, they want to keep Le- uh, Meyer, like. For sure, he is. You can see a future with him on the Sharks. I could see Greer making the decision of maybe buying out Vlasics to kind of give us a little bit more cap space. Like, he's a great dude in the locker room. Like, he's very lovable and he's a fr- friend of Greer's, right? They play together. But, again, just taking from that interview I read, like, he's going to do what's best for the team as well, you know? Can you imagine buying out your friend? I know. (laughs) (laughs) That must be such a strange, like, I'm sure they respect each other, but can you imagine you used to be teammates with someone, all of a sudden they're, like, your boss? Yeah, I know. Like, these dudes respect each other. It's not going to be personal. I know. But I I think there's, there's some level of it being weird. Yeah, for sure. You're like, no hard, hard feelings, bro, but <laughs> your contract is way too much and I, I need you to get off the well, team. So here's my thing. Since I've been a little uh, following football a little bit more closely, they have the option to restructure a contract with a player. Why can't the NHL do that? I was actually talking with my uncle this past week about – because um, – that side of my family is like diehard like baseball fans and stuff and um he kind of gets hockey knowledge from me so are they Mets fans? they're yankees fans oh gross Ugh. ew I'm excuse you I'm, I'm i'm original yankees fan i mean <laughs> that was my first introduction to sports because when i was in new york you know your yeah. baseball is huge there and my and my family is um, Yankees fans, so I became a Yankees fan. Uh, at the time, I was mostly just watching it for like a player, right? You don't really understand too much at that age about the greater aspect of it. That's who I followed. When he retired, I was like heartbroken and like I spent some time away from baseball and spending most of my time growing up in the Bay Area. Like I, I would, I would go to baseball games because they were fun to watch. And but eventually, I became um, a Giants fan. So I still have a place in my heart for the Yankees, but I don't know anybody on that team anymore. 
Except for Aaron um, Judge. Oh, yeah, the one dude. <laughs> Big eye roll. <laughs> I'm wearing Yankees PJs right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I'm just we were talking about the restructuring, huh? Let's get back to that. What were you saying? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I was just talking about contracts with, with my uncle because he was asking me about how those are kind of put together. And I think he mentioned in... Because he asked me, oh, when people go on injured reserve, do they still get um, paid? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember which sport he mentioned that, oh, when they get injured, they don't, and they get put on IR or whatever, like, they're not getting paid. And I was like, oh, no, like, the the contracts in the NHL, like, we can even go back to, like, the Kane situation where we were trying to get rid of his contract. It was, like, really difficult. So I was mm-hmm. saying, like, no, they still get paid when they're injured. Like, it's really hard to get uh, a contract terminated. Um, I don't know too much else about other sports, but it was interesting to me that, like, oh, when you get injured, you don't get paid anymore. Um, like, I don't know how that would, like, with – with hockey, I mean, I don't think it's as bad as in football where they look like they're like dropping like flies left and right. But with hockey, I mean, some of those injuries like pretty bad. Like, can yeah. you imagine, especially uh, in comparison to like MLB and like the NBA, like they make like major bucks. Like, you're if you don't get paid for like a season, I'm I'm sure it's, you can get so rid of one of your cars. I, I I don't think it'll be that tough on your life, but not to say that we should take pity on the hockey player that's making like league minimum. I mean, they're still getting paid way more than I will ever see, right? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so we were talking about contracts and stuff. But anyways, what were you what were you gonna say? Oh well, because my my thing was like. If it was an option to restructure contracts in the NHL, you know, they could talk to a Vlasic and a bank and be like, listen, over these years, you guys weren't producing, so we're going to have to knock down your pay a little bit. Or like, uh, I don't know, either same amount of pay, but extend it over a, a longer period of time. So it's like less on the books per year or something. I don't know. Help them work around it and like be able to sign more valuable players like but like as a player are you gonna care about that though no i don't think you would and then even if even if they were willing to do that or maybe like the gm was trying to do that i think that goes down to like the the nhl was it the pa the ones that are kind of like their union I think I think you have to end up like that becomes a discussion with them. So listen, this sport is all about it's a team sport and I will do everything I can to win the cup. So I'm just saying, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so Greer Sadly, I don't think it's going to happen, but if he can find a way to move some money around find some something like we're in desperate need like he needs to become a magician and make things disappear yeah if he just to go on a trading spree i hope he keeps sturm i really like him because let's see he asked 
Shang asked him about Sturm and Matt Benning. Um, he said... I feel like it could go either way. Because I, when I was looking at it, initially I was thinking, oh, well, there's no way that we would trade him. I mean, we gave him like a four-year contract. It looks like he's pretty um, devoted to him. But then I started thinking about like um, how that works in favor of the team or the potential team to get something because you've because unlike the shorter contracts where when their contract is up at the end of the season they can leave like they could get more money yeah. versus if you sign them for longer periods of time then like the whole inflation and yeah. like you know wanting more money like that you don't have to worry about that so, yeah. I don't know. I think it could go either way. But he said he'd have it, to uh, think pretty strongly about moving someone like them. Um, but that a lot of teams that are in playoff contention look value those type of players. So I could see him doing it, but I could also see him not doing it. I don't know. Greer doesn't give us much, and it's a little like frustrating because I can't read him. <laughs> Just give me. A little, I think a something. I think he's actually gonna move some guys that he didn't sign. I think he he would like to structure this team with folks that fit his model. So I don't now that now that we're considering those things, I I can see him not that not being his first option to to trade away dudes that he that he signed. Yeah, and we're like halfway through the season now and it seems like his style of play is like very gritty very like in your face doing a lot of the little little things and like really just getting in there and grinding because uh, more of the guys that are doing the things that um stick out are the ones that he signed right with the exception of like carlson timo um that's it yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> Hurdle's struggling. Kachir mm -hmm. is non-existent. Oh yeah, he's a ghost out there. Um, Eklund got into a fight. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. He seems like so. So I didn't watch Soft. the game, but I did see a longer clip of it, and so just not the the fight in itself. But it looked like the guy he fought, like, kind of came at one of the other Kuda or, like, you know, hit them weird or something like that. And they must have been losing the game, too. So, yeah, so I think he took it or something. Yeah, I think he got frustrated, but he did not win that fight. No, he, he looked just... like a rag doll just getting thrown around. And that way he um... learns. <laughs> so, I mean,. My heart goes out to you for giving it a try, but you mm, that not, not your forte. <laughs> yeah, that did not look pretty. That guy was completely in control of kicking your butt. Um, yeah, so I guess our little um queer talk for today is I binged House of the Dragon. Uh, are you a fan of Game of Thrones at all? No, I don't follow. I read the okay. very first book. I read it through. Because I was like, I'm going to read the book first and then I'll watch the show. And then I never watched the show. I watched like the very first episode and that was it. <laughs> is it a good read or is it like it's a the really way that it's written? It's a really okay. difficult read. 
it's a long book and there's a lot of difficult words and it's very small print i mean it's a it's an interesting story i was able to finish it but it's took me a little bit and i'm a slow reader (laughs) did you finish like all the books or nope okay (laughs) I, i read through like maybe a quarter of the second one and then i had to return the book to the library and i didn't extend it or nothing or didn't try to check it out again so that was that (laughs) um yeah so i watched all of game of thrones um i can't really tell you too much in detail i wouldn't be the one that would be debating all the different aspects of it but i enjoyed it i enjoyed particular characters i didn't really care so much about the ending as much as other people who were very invested in it i was more like oh that happens okay (laughs) Well, it's ended now, but um, I was drawn to House of the Dragon because Matt Smith is in it. Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah, so, and he is a Targaryen. Mm -hmm. Um, He's part of like an incest thing, right? hmm, Yeah, there's some of that in there, some of that in there. So, you know, a lot of like what... What was weird about Game of Thrones, but given the time, it kind of makes sense. There's a little bit of that still in in House of the Dragon. Um, I really liked... I was way more invested in characters in this this, um, series. I think Game of Thrones was harder to get invested because there were so many characters. It's exhausting to to follow every house, to like care about each and every you know aspect of it. Um, but with House of the Dragon, they focus more on the Targaryens, and then you know other people that kind of intersect that family. So um, I really got invested in, especially the the female characters. I like even the ones that felt like they they were the villains mm-hmm. the way that and again i haven't read the the books or you know the original text but they kind of the characters are are created in a way where you you feel for yeah you're not rooting for them to win but you understand like why they're that way and they're just kind of trying to survive in a world where like even in present day like men are men are seen as the 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 prize in in a way can i go off on a tangent here just based off of that okay (laughs) last night my parents were watching like a nature documentary about like animals and and um how a lot of these species they were <laughs> they were uh, highlighting were very colorful species, right? Like the peacock, there was a fish, there was um, these different types of birds, and it was always the males who who were the very colorful ones, and they had to perform for the for the females. <laughs> and I was like, where did society go wrong? <laughs> Why didn't this transfer over to humans? <laughs> okay continue um but yeah so the female characters i for the most part i i I love them all 
Um, I was way more invested in Rhaenyra's and the second half of the series, the actor who plays Rhaenyra's, I found out later on, is is trans and non-binary. Oh. And so I got really like, oh that's so cool and whatever and i and i was watching a couple of interviews after i finished it um and they talked about how they were drawn to that character because they that character is supposed to be the heir to the throne and then like the whole the whole first season is you see the struggle with how like people don't want that to happen they don't want to have a queen because you know like men are supposed to be dominant and she's like struggling between like well I don't even want it anyway and then and then growing into it and then you know but the whole first season is this struggle with the gender and like her not wanting to grow up and bear kids and like have to deal with all all this other stuff and so just the evolution of it they the actor had said that they were really drawn to that story because it's you know it's something that they can relate with like not maybe not as directly but just the idea of how we are born into this like perceived notion of how our gender um, dictates our life Mm -hmm. and just kind of trying to like push against it so and then I also saw um, the I don't remember what house she was in Game of Thrones but she was like the the young kid that was that was like the head of of her house um, that actor I saw uh, the other day is also non-binary. So it was just like really fun to see all these non-binary actors. And I think they're all like under 30. So just like the, the new generation of, of folks. So it's just kind of nice to see. So I just wanted to ramble on about that. <laughs> Gotta highlight the representation always. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so... I think that's all that we kind of had today. Yeah, pretty much. Keep it short. Mm-hmm. It's been a slow week. I did want to give a quick shout out to the uh, Kalamazoo Wings for their Pride Night. Yes. I wish. How cool would it be if an NHL team decided to paint their eyes for Pride Night? This is the same way they did. Big old rainbow flag on there. So cool. <laughs> yes. Awesome for them. Really cool ice. I, I wish more more teams were able to do that and just have a good time. So that's all we have for you today. We hope you're all doing well, and hopefully this storm in the Bay Area is finally coming to pass. Cause I'm so sick of the rain. I'm kind of I'm kind of over having a smelly wet dog. So <laughs> yeah, same. I have three. Oh boy. Alrighty, thanks for joining us today. I'm your host Jay. <laughs> And we'll talk to you later. Bye. So uninterested.